return. <laughs> the return. All around welcome. the world and back. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Touch the City podcast. We have been away. We know we we took a, a, a nice break, nice little hiatus, and mm-hmm. we back with, with what I'm essentially calling season two of Tusta City. Yeah, season two. Re- refreshed. Ma- season man- two right. Mandatory health break. You know what I'm saying? Mental health. Protect right, your mental right. health. Protect the mental health, rejuvenate, feel refreshed, you know, go do some things that require step away from the computer for extended amounts of time that we'll delve into later, feel me? Mm-hmm. But now we back. We got so much shit to talk about because so much shit happened so much in shit. that time that we were gone. What so a much. what a break for us to take <laughs> time-wise. So let's jump into it. Um we haven't seen you, you know, we haven't uh, done this in what, three, four weeks. So I'm not going to ask, how's your week? How was your, how was your hiatus? How was your break? How was your time away? Uh, um, it's definitely, it's definitely Mike. been a lengthy hiatus, bro. Just like you've uh, hit on run. I mean, just like, you know, when you think about like, I mean, what has it been a month? I think we took a full month off and I mean, I mean, mm. it was well needed. It was well needed, bro. I mean, I know we kind of like started off, we say, you know, protect your mental health, but that shit really is a thing. You know, I don't think a lot of people understand. I mean, well, a lot of people do understand. I would imagine that everybody has a thing or something that they wake up to every single day or every single week of their life. You know, they're handling something on a nine to five schedule or at least planning to put something out or they uh, assist in producing something or produce hard work or some sort. They have something to show for their lives every single day, obviously, or else they wouldn't be alive. Um, <laughs> At the end of the day, <laughs> week to week, though, to show you. And I mean, like, I don't want to sit here and make it seem like potting is a chore, but like, you know, we was really out there, man. We was growing. We was hit to hit to hit. Like, we was the, we was fucking the black yeah. dudes. You feel me? Like, it was just two people. You feel me? Like, we was, we was out here just back to back, like, just, just fucking watch the throne, yay, and Jay in his prom, like, every single week. We, like, we want to ensure we giving you that quality yeah. over the quantity. Even if it, if we could do a week to week, but if it's that week, sometimes it ain't hitting. Sometimes you just gotta hey. be like, you know what? You gotta take That's that okay. little break. We'll come back to it. Yeah. Fact. So, I mean, you know, definitely with that, um, that month break, I was a, a lot of, a lot of recollection. You know, you just, you just a lot of, you're allowed to recollect your thoughts. You know, you sit back, you relax. I actually took a vacation, uh, celebrated, uh, wifey's birthday. Um, you know, we actually took a road trip, hit the road, uh, crossed the world, at least to us, because that shit felt like it. You know, you driving a car for <laughs> over ten hours to Florida. So, um, not hot spots. You know, we are actually still playing it COVID safe. You know, we don't we don't fucking play with this uh this virus. We've seen it firsthand, and um, you know, just what it does. You know, we're in New York. We're in one of the hot spots. You know, not only personally and family wise, but you know, you've seen the loss and, and the devastation that that shit ravaged, um, ravaged and can cause and affect and continue to affect, you know, mm-hmm. in the in the coming months and years. So we don't want to re- sit there and get caught up in that bullshit. We didn't go to no Miami or nothing like that. We took our ass to, I think, what, West Florida? And I'm not going to lie, I never heard nothing about that. Like, you know, wifey just kind of <laughs> threw it up in the air. Hey, you know, we're going to West Florida. And it was cool. I don't want to sit there and beat too hard into the place with the... It was definitely a, an interesting um, experience to say, to, to, to keep it kind of civil. It was definitely like, you know, I think a reminder that unfortunately in this world, man, you just kind of find that like there is not many places for people of color. There's just not like people of color and people that look like us. Um, you guys, you, you'd be hard pressed to find like that there's tons of people in the world. 
that are successful, that look like us. It's so crazy. And that's not something where you, you nose up. Like, it is one of those situations where you kind of like, nah, you, you sit back like, hmm, why is it like that over here? Like, why, like, why, why is it like this? Why is there not equal opportunity for these people? Like, why isn't, why is it that in only one place in the country, seemingly, or a couple places in the country, seemingly, people could succeed that look like me? Mm -hmm. And even then, they still got their foot on your neck. They still got their foot on your neck, bro. People don't realize, like, how deep this shit runs, you know, basically, exactly how deep it runs. Things like redlining, where you're, you're, (laughs) yo, Siri, Siri out here listening. Yeah, Siri. (laughs) Yo, that's the, that means the government's listening. Scared the shit out of me, yo. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yo. Hey, hey. No, fuck Trumpito. Fuck out of here, man. He out of here. Fuck that nigga. (laughs) Got him out. Got Got him out. out, Um, Yeah, people don't understand like things like redlining, how they just sectioned off districts. Basically, I want just like, oh, uh, people of color, black folk live here. Oh no, you don't. You don't want to go there, guys. We're gonna sell over here. Yeah, selling decrepit properties, two properties that you know aren't up to code, things what? like that, and just feed into that cycle. Yo, you know, up like food deserts. You know, that's why people, you know, people always talk about people from the hood having oh a high rate of diabetes and like oh you just don't eat better. It's like, bro, listen, like there's no Trader Joe's in the hood. Yeah, there's no Trader no Joe's, Trader Joe's in the hood. They got you with at Ma- at best C Town, bro. Or some and when you have shit. and you're getting little money and you want some fresh, some organic shit, guess what? It's like seven dollars. You get fucking like four tomatoes for like some extreme seven dollars, and you're gonna go with what's cheaper because you got to make whatever little money you make stretch, mm-hmm. and that goes even further when you got a family. So guess what? You're gonna make that choice to get one potato for like three dollars. Or some crazy, yeah, some crazy shit. shit like are you gonna get that whole bag for three dollars? Like, come on, son. right? Or are you gonna get like the the bag of potato chips? Something where you don't have that luxury of I gotta eat good. You're just trying to eat something mm-hmm. because you don't know when you're gonna eat again. Yeah, nah, Not to, yeah. Not nah, to go too crazy. Nah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I, I don't wanna, your point. I don't want to sit here and say that you're getting too crazy. I don't feel like you're getting too crazy. I feel like you're being honest. Like you, you're keeping it a bean. You feel me? Like you are keeping it a bean and. You're just being transparent to the fact that there is real issues in the country. You know what I'm saying? There's real issues in our society that, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not ready to move past. Like, I'm not going to front. I'm not going to sit here and lie and and act like I'm ready to move past anything that I I saw, bro. It was, like, real crazy. I was driving past, like, certain places in the country, dude. And, like, I'm talking, like, barren, bro. Like, you see random, like, shacks on the side of the road, like, inhabited by, by people. like. Like people yeah. that look like me, son, and I'm just like, dog. Wait, how how do y'all not have like proper roading and proper power lines? And like, I'm driving in the pitch black. Like we we talking in the middle of the country, like down south. So I'm just shocked that, you know, for one that places in the country still look like that, and then two that they got people that like look like us out there. That's foul. Like I was just really really hurt, bro. I'm telling you, I got to North Carolina, and I you know I know we talked about this shit, but. You know, or I don't even know if it was south or north, but we was in Myrtle Beach. I think that's south. But we was in Myrtle mm-hmm. Beach, and you know, we get to the to the boardwalk, and it's kind of like Atlantic City, like like uh, uh, seaside New Jersey. You know, you hit the beach. It's Coney Island vibes, technically. Like you know, it's just a beach city town type, and like it was just like. I don't know. It's just weird. It's so barren. And I don't know. I don't know how to really describe that shit. Like, I guess I don't know how to really describe it without sounding at least a little too crazy. I don't want to sound like an extreme leftist real quick. So like, 
I gotta like I'm reeling shit, myself man. in. A, I'm reeling myself. In. Yeah, I gotta talk about shit, but I'm reeling myself in a little bit. It, it definitely got crazy, man. And then forget about it. When we got to Florida, it was just even worse, man. Like it was in a town, man. It's eighty percent. Like just not me. Just, let's just put it like that. Eighty percent not me. Eighty percent not me. And they was definitely shocked to see me there. Like they was shocked to see like affluent persons of color, bro. Like we was at hotels and. It was people of color that worked at the hotel. No white people, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, it, it was just trippy. Let's just say that. And, um, you know, Trump came through with the parade. Ivanka was in town. Like, it was just all crazy. You know what I'm saying? Y'all could do your Googles if y'all want to look all that up. Uh, uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, I did that. I went on a long trip. Uh, we did that for a week. Uh, that was about a month ago now. But um, that was pretty fun uh, post-wifey's birthday. And, um, you know, for wifey's birthday, we we chose to do that and actually celebrate the trip in the present. We actually um, went ahead and picked up a new vehicle. Uh, she actually um, replaced her three series. Everybody, anybody know the following is Noah got the two cars. I drove the Maxima. We upgraded her three series, and now Sean, she is stunting in an X3 M40i. Anybody who knows anything about cars, or if you don't, I'm about to put you on. That motherfucker is Lights. a beast. It is a beast. It's straight up. Like, that's the easiest way to put it. It's just an immensely powerful car. Essentially, these new cars that BMW are putting out, like, you got the M40s, and then you got the M50s or the M550s, or, you know, you'll even have, like, actual M cars. And then you still have, like, their base model or baseline cars. But, man, anything that wears that M badge, it's just like a fucking rocket now. Like, the horsepower race that the auto industry that's kind of embarked on, I guess I would say, is just incredible now. Like, fucking, you know, Hellcats, Hellcat. Everybody here is like, oh, Dodge, Hellcat, Charger, Charger. The reason why motherfuckers go crazy about that car, 700 horsepower, 797 horsepower. You know, people were shitting on G Herbo, or was it uh, G Herbo for the Trackhawk or whatever, for buying a Trackhawk? Yo, no, no. That's, that's, that's 797 like horsepower, son. That's crazy. Like, what is people talking about, bro? Like, what are you talking about? The car does zero to 60 in three seconds, bro. Three That's seconds. Absurd. Like, it, it goes to over 100 miles an hour and as fast as it would take my car to reach I 60 seconds. That, that, that etch out a thousand horsepower. And then luxuriously. In that car. Like, like in, in terms of the luxury build, it's built like a luxury car. So, I mean, I don't know. People just need to miss me with that, especially when they're talking from peasantry. We're like, we're not all poor. Like, like come on, son. Like we all poor trying to tell somebody how to spend their money. Come on. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I did that. That was pretty cool. We we uh, um enjoyed that car and you know, just did the long road trip, man. And I, you know, I stayed low for the most part. I did do the RTX 3080. I, I picked that up actually the week I left and um I received that. So now that I've been back, I've been able to really just put in some work, benchmark the shit out of that. I've um been blown away. Honestly, I still got the water cooler back up there. I'm actually looking at it in the corner of the frame right there. I still got the 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 cooler. I spent three hundred dollars. I got to put that shit on the machine. So I've been doing that. I got the iPhone shit. I actually flashed it. Didn't even realize. But yeah, as you guys can see, uh, the iPhone 12 Pro. 12. You know what I'm saying? And the gold, nice, nice little bad boy in there. And um, you know what I'm saying? So I just been, you know, uh, uh, I guess a month of blessings. My Christmas. As an adult, you know, you just live your Christmas. I guess, like, my Christmas definitely has come. So, uh, you, you get, know. You, yeah, if you can afford the shit that you want. Hey, you, just the- you know what I'm saying? I definitely, I've definitely just been been living my life. And, um, you know what I mean? And shit, you know what I mean? We we definitely we definitely had some fun over the break, man. And um, 
the trip in itself. I don't want to be too long with it or two. I'm going to definitely talk a little bit more about the trip, but I've kind of just done all of that stuff, you know, during, um, during the, the, the hiatus. What about you, bro? I, I don't know what you've been on, but like, you know, it's definitely been a long time. I feel you. I, I feel like I started off what 12 minutes just now rambling. Oh shit. Hey, listen. Hey, oh, if you didn't know, um, this is going to be actually, yeah, let me say this first mm-hmm. and foremost. Mm-hmm. This podcast is going to be switching to a bi-weekly format. Mm. So because oh, yeah, of that, let them know. Um, we didn't let them know. We apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of that, these episodes going to be a little hefty, a little meatier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a little meatier. You can listen to it over uh, multiple days. A little fatty. Or, you know, if you... If you got a lot two hours to kill, you just go and listen to this. <laughs> um, yeah. So yes, to continue. Um, actually, no, you were asking me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the week or the week before you guys went away, uh, Ruthie had gone away to see her parents. So I was just in the crib dolo. Um, I actually that week became the week that kind of was the catalyst for me. I don't know, like just really, I'm really kind of getting into cooking lately. I mean, like if I'm a cook, I mean, you know, really try to get some recipes, try different shit out. So that's actually been pretty fun or like another thing about my day to look forward to in an otherwise, you know, repetitive cycle that we're all kind of doing, just staying at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing that. Um, I had like a little bit of difficulty, not necessarily getting bored, but, you know, like when you just lose interest in the shit that you normally do. Yeah. And it's kind of like those are your things that, you know, like no matter what, if I do this, like I'm always going to have a good time. But then you don't have a good time or it's not as fun. Yeah. And now you're just kind of sitting there like, well, I, oh, I always do that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, else, what do I do now? Like, yeah. Holy shit. So, um, you know, I just added some things and just really had some conversations with like my mother and shit like that. Just trying to figure out like, all right, what can I do to like stave that off? Because I know for me, like if I didn't solve that quickly or try to uh, do something that could solve it quickly, like it was just going to get really bad because I was like, no, 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 I need something because I can't be bored right now. You know, like there's too much shit going on. Mm -hmm. And like if too much free time, I feel right now is like a bad thing. Because, like, there's just so much stuff. And, like, if you're in the kind of person where in your free time you just end up scrolling through social media, you could just end up scrolling and you're just looking at all the terrible shit going on. Now you just feel like shit the whole entire day. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. I've I've definitely had to become the guy that, like, you know, because I suffer from that. Even, like, today, for instance, like, you know, it was a work day, worked from home. And, you know, you go through the, the motions. And, you know, if I'm not, like, super busy at work, you know, I get really, really bored. And once I get really, really bored and, you know, I, I suffer from that, like personally, and I talk about it, obviously, I think pretty openly on the pod that, you know, the things that I like generally enjoy doing, like, you know, if you can't do it all the time or do it at least the way you would like to do it. So like, you know, obviously I, I like taking photos, you know, but for me, it's not like, okay, like, dude, you like taking photos, so just go take photos. Like, nah, like that has to come from within. So if I don't want to take photos in that moment, like I'm not gonna I don't wanna do fuck that camera. I don't got nothing to do with that camera. Like, leave yeah. that shit. Like that has nothing to do with me. Same way I feel about my computer. Like I it's my fucking blood, sweat, and tears. I love my computer more than anything. I think I think it's my number one hobby. But like, you know, people think uh, you know, they invest all this money into this gaming shit in. They're, uh, they're, you know, they play video games. Like, that's literally what we do. Uh, bro, I literally don't play video games, like, all at all. I, I don't play video games most of the time on this computer. It's so crazy how that works. I do pl- love playing video games, but most of the time, I don't get the fire to play video games. And it, 
you know, if you get bored from those things, like that's unfortunately what the pandemic has truly shown me. Like, yo, bro, like you've truly hit a wall, at least with certain hobbies where it's like you can't just like do these things all the time anymore. And then it just brings you joy. Like it has to come from a place of like, yo, I'm fiending to play this game right now. You know what? I want that graphics card and I really want to like, just like, I don't know, like look at the numbers and see what 4k looks like. You just want to look at it for a little bit and and feel good. Or at least have the ability anytime that a game comes, like you want to be able to enjoy it at the peak and, you know, you, you get those things and, Oh, like I knew a nice car, but I was like, I, you know what I'm saying? And I, I just feel like, I don't know, like for me, I, I think it's a little bit deeper, maybe with a, a deeper issue in life that I have that, you know, the the saying that money doesn't actually buy happiness or actually all these items and things like that, like you, mm-hmm. I, that shit is unfortunately becoming more realistic to me every day. And it's like a real thing. And I think it just comes with age because, you know, now we're all working, we're growing up, you, you're acquiring yeah. more things, the things that you wanted in life have become more accessible to you. and you know, like, I don't know, like, it, it's it's so crazy that you've brought that up, though, because I've truly been feeling mm-hmm. that, bro. It's so crazy. Like, the the things that truly, like, I think the people that know me growing up or like, you know, my family and um that listen to the podcast or anytime, like, they even have conversations with my friend, um uh, anybody regarding me. And I don't even mean to cut you off. I just wanted to get this in here. No, but, no, no, I'll talk um. They, they, you know, they always say like, yo, Tenny growing up, he's just fucking addicted to games, bro. And I, that shit is a fact, man. I used to play games from like, like, yo, I, when I got up until like when I went to bed, I used to love video games to the point where like, it, it was an unhealthy thing. I'll be honest. It was like, you know, I get up like, and especially once I got on games like RuneScape or World of Warcraft, like once I got to the PC phase, it was even worse than like console days. I literally was putting in at least 10 plus hours. It felt like some days on the PC and it was like, whoa, like yeah. you, you really like games. Like now I'd be lucky if I could get 30 minutes in without falling asleep, <laughs> like right in front of the game <laughs> or like just getting bored. And and then, you know, you're looking at other things like maybe cars, like me, I'm, I'm a big into cars now. Cars, I think is my number one addiction, but like, you know, even that, that can get to a point where it's like, I, you know, even when you get the car, it's just like you get the car, you drive it, and then you're like, all right, like, what am I going to just, like, blow my gas tank? Like, nah, like, nigga, go sit your ass home. <laughs> Remember that you can't afford gas, though, like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot to it. So it's just so crazy, like, that you brought that up. And, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm hoping. How did you deal with that? So you said you were speaking to your mother, like. you. Um, yeah, so, um. I've, it's honestly been a pretty, like, not too big of a transformative thing, but I think I've really got to a lot of core, um, maybe issues or things that I'm like, wow, it's really been bothering me. And right now, like, the uh, situation that I'm in, um, or, yeah, the situation that I'm in, but that everybody's dealing with, you know, a pandemic, uh, I'm looking for jobs, you know, I'm doing X, Y, and Z, and, you know, staving off some of those thoughts that are like, oh, you know, I'm not good enough, or like, you know, getting bogged down by like, you know, so much going on around you mm-hmm. that I was sitting there and it just really had me contemplating, like, there's a reason or there has to be something that I to help alleviate this. And like, I know, like, you know, there's a part of me telling me like, okay, I know how I'm feeling is not necessarily true, but it doesn't, that doesn't change the fact that I still feel that, Mm -hmm. you know, like it doesn't matter. Like I feel that. And I know I, uh, that's wrong, but I can't help but feel a certain way. So 
it really was helpful to me to learn the lesson um, of that I have difficulty myself when I do things. Like if I'm not good at them, it really bothers me. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of hobbies I've had in the past that if I wanted to pick them back up, you know, I'm instantly wanting to be good or be better, but I didn't put that time in. So for me, it realized that um, I need to learn to do things or enjoy things without necessarily being good at them or trying to be good at them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like not every time I play guitar, do I need to practice skills, do X, Y, and Z? You know, I just, if I just want to play it, you don't have to be good at it to, to play it. If it may, if it brings you joy, just do the shit. Mm-hmm. So I decided to just, you know, stay uh do with that in mind and just try other things that i might not necessarily do because of that previous notion that i I had to be good at it to enjoy it um so that's really helped me kind of structure my time better um and so because of that i feel mm, i'm not sure about lighter being the best word but probably like I guess, yeah, a little bit of a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Yeah, really and sure. for once, it's a good thing because honestly, like, you know, especially in this kind, in this year, mm. how crazy this year has been, like, you it feels those, well, you yeah. know, you need that. Yeah, I needed a little bit off of my shoulders to carry the other shit. Yeah, to keep going too. Yeah, what? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, it's so crazy. Like, even, so. man, it's it's like, I, honestly, I, I definitely, I definitely relate. I definitely can resonate with that feeling. Like, of just like, you know, like, come on, like, bro, it's just, it's like, and then when you're picking up those things or like, you know, you're trying to be good at, like, and, and for me, I think that that is another thing, like, at least with a lot of the things that I'm into, like, you know, I don't know whether it's, you know, gaming or, you know, I don't know, like, trying to, like, to be into, like, photography and sharing, like, and I, you know, I, I don't know, like, you know, it all goes back, I think it goes back into just my insecurities, you know, and I guess, like, you know, I, I I don't know. I wish I could. You know, I've, I've said I feel bad, man. I feel, I feel like one day my mom and my dad go listen to this pod. Like, yo, this, this motherfucker make us seem like, <laughs> like, damn, we ain't ever love him. And it's not like that. But, like, I think my parents could even understand, like, the type of relationship that we have is definitely one of law and order. I think most Nigerian kids can honestly resonate with what I'm saying. The, res- the relationship between parents and then children is usually one of law and order. You have very few of them that, you know, have been able to adapt to the new times, like in a really like healthy way to the point of where they're really like really, really friends, like, or at least up to the point where that they're very, very comfortable in conversation mm-hmm. and able to, um, you know, have those type of conversations. And, you know, maybe for me, it's not my parents, you know, I could reach out to my, my uh, older brother and, you know, actually, it's so it's so funny. Like, I actually did, like, see him recently. And, you know, we had a good, like, good moment. A good, like, a good moment. And we've been having a lot more of those. I know he's going to listen to this and probably feel good about this. So, you know, shout out, Shola, man. It's been um, it's, big it, shout out. Yeah, big shout out to King. Big Bro, man. You know what I'm saying? And I actually, I've been helping him out recently. He did uh, two uh, photo shoots, projects he's been working on. So, uh, you know, anybody who's into that, follow my brother at AQAQUT. On um, Instagram, yeah, he be shooting, bro. Be shout, shooting. shout my brother. Um, you know what I'm saying? He uh, he did two shoots, and I mean, man, the skills, bro, it's just incredible, man. It's so crazy. Like he's he's so good at what he does, and um, you know, he we had those good heart to heart moments, and it just really helps. Like you're right, his reassurances, you know, his um, just words of wisdom, his words of knowledge, just like 
not only like for the things that I enjoy doing, like, you know, he was honestly reassuring me about my photography. And it's not like, I'll be honest, I don't, I'm not cocky, but like, I don't, I'm not like, I don't feel insecure about my photography. I know I'm nice, like with all due respect. Like, I know I can take a a great photo. And, um, you know, I, I just know the, I know what it is about this new element about photography, social status, you know, garnering, um, you know, a cert, like consistency and social following, getting the, like, I understand what that it's a whole about. Like me, I'm not like insecure about that anymore. And I don't really care. Like it's, it's, it is what it is. Like it's either you're into that game and then you're willing to dedicate yourself to that type of thing. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're just comfortable with sharing what you like whenever you like and allowing whatever that comes to that to come with that. And that's really who I've become. But, you know, I was just getting into, um, you know, that like, or at least informing my brother, like, yo, you know, that's kind of who I am for the most part now. Like, I don't really see myself, you know, doing certain things or like, you know, I don't have to do photography for, to get the bag. Like, I'm not trying to get paid. I, I don't need to become a, a paid photographer or something. Yeah. You know, it might just be an in and out thing or, you know, I haven't touched the camera because of X, Y, Z. And then he, you know, he goes on and say, you know, so like, you know, I think you're nice, bro. Or you understand this and the third, like you know, six months in compared to where I was and how long it took me to get this nice. Like, you got to understand, like, you're doing shit that six months in, I could, I was not even on your level, man. Like, and I was just like, you know, hearing somebody that I consider, like, I don't even know. Like, I feel like five best photographers I know, he's definitely in that top three, easy. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, getting those words of reinsurances, somebody telling you, hey, pick that camera back up, go out there, shoot. Um, make sure to to combine your hobbies. You know, you Tony, you you're sitting there, you're talking about, you know, you love the cars, this, that, and the third, X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? You just got that fly ass whip, that fly ass truck. That truck is on stunning. Yo, take your pictures of the truck. You know what I'm saying? Like you said you you like taking pictures of your truck or you took pictures of your truck. Why don't you share it? Share it online. You know what I'm saying? You don't gotta you don't gotta feel bad about the pandemic. You don't gotta like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't gotta stop your life because of what's going on. Like, don't allow like what you feel like maybe social media and, you know, and I know we're going to get even into that a little bit later, just with this bullshit fleets. And, you know what I'm saying? You got like Instagram updates. Oh my God. But we, when you, when you just consider just the landscape of things, you say, you just don't let that shit get in the way. You got to still be yourself. And you know what I'm saying? I, I really took that stuff like that to heart. It's allowed me to, you know, honestly, recently pick up my camera. I feel like I've been shooting more recently than ever. Um, you know, the, obviously I speak on the cars gaming. I'm trying to get back into the game. I'm trying to like pick my hobbies mm-hmm. back up with the purpose. And, you know, you're right. Even if you don't feel like you're at your best or if there is, um, you know, like difficulty in what you're doing, and you know what I'm saying? Like you got to still find the joy in it. You, there's, my my oldest brother, actually, Wall, always says that you got to find the the you have to enjoy the process, bro. You have to. There's always that process to yeah. anything. You always have to enjoy the process. And I always take that shit. I always say that shit. Anytime I'm in the struggle, anytime I hate, you know, something that I'm doing or I don't feel great about it, I'm just like, man, you know what? I know in like a year, I'm going to look back at this and be like, yo, wow, I really like that process was crazy. Yeah. Like, and that's I real. Th- I'm not even going to lie to you. I think I needed to hear that. Nah, that's to real. enjoy the process because I do. Like, so that's one thing um, that really uh, I needed to learn or that I learned about myself. So I have, I used to have, or something I would say like two, three years ago, I really made the distinction. Like I personally, when I really don't like to be called talented and that's not to say 
that's not good. I don't like the word talented because that implies I didn't work that hard to have this skill. Mm. Me personally, I realized all the things I'm good at is not that I had some inner talent. It's because I put those fucking years into these things to be good at them. True. So I would rather consider myself skilled. And so I think like, you know, expectations and stuff as a kid just kind of made me feel like, oh, if I'm not good at things or, you know, oh, you're talented, you could do this, you could do this. And it's like, no, no, no. Like I need to, I'm still somebody that I have to go through the process mm-hmm. and the things I'm good at. And I, I enjoy having those years under my belt, like in producing, it's been, I don't know, 12 years. I enjoyed every That's single real, yeah. What? Music, honestly, mm-hmm. I enjoyed all of those years. Nah, and that shit was, is real. Again, if I look back and if I look back at the, the 12 years, it's a, a massive difference mm-hmm. of <laughs> what I've been doing. And even there's been like breaks in between those. But when I look back on it now, like I'm, I'm totally content with that. And I'm content with saying that, you know what, like things don't come easy to me like other people. I have to work hard to get it. I know, though, there are things that when it, go, it comes down to it, like I'm going to put in that work that somebody else might not. Mm-hmm. So I, I think like it kind of structured me in a way where like I know like it, it re-solidifies or actually just solidifies to me like, OK, I can work hard. I know I can work hard. It's just it has to hit me in a certain way. And that's what motivates me. If I have that motivation and that's what I want to do, like I will stop at nothing to do that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I went to school for audio engineering. And mm-hmm. I went to school while I was working full time. And I went right to school and school was from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. I had to go home 12, 1 o'clock, go right back, do it again three days out of the week. And I did that for 18 months. Mm-hmm. And I was tired. I was I was I didn't want to do shit on the weekends. You know, like Fridays, I every time I wanted to have like a good Friday, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to stay up. I was KO'd at like 9 p.m. Like every time mm-hmm. to the point where it, it was stressing me out. And but I got through it and I enjoyed at that entire process of yeah, you know, it was grueling, but quite honestly, when I look back at it, I enjoyed the process. Yeah. So I, I, that, yeah, like, you know what? It, it, it's very helpful to hear that because, you know, you have to. You, if you want to do something, just like we said, honestly, when we started this podcast, you know, like if, you know, we, we might want the, the cool success and all that shit, that's always a plus. But if we do not love the process, trying to wait for those things is not going to be the way to go. Mm. Like, we have to love grinding it out we have to love just putting out episodes for the sake of putting them out because we love to do it because if not that's just it's not gonna work out and you're Mm -hmm. not gonna you're not gonna actually enjoy it you're just gonna wait for your blow up and you're gonna lose everything in it you're gonna lose the quality you're gonna lose motivations to keep going you're gonna lose newer ideas because all your ideas are just gonna be focused on that rather than Mm -hmm. Loving what you do. Nah, that's a fact. Nah, you said facts. You see, and I, yo, man, shout out my brother, man. Shout out my, my big bro, because he be honestly spitting a lot of that hustle motivate. And a lot of that is that Nip- Nipsey Hustle. Nipsey Hustle be saying that shit too. Like that whole, yo, that shit. And that's why he be preaching that marathon shit. That shit is real, really a fact. Like, you know, you, you cannot like hate any point of any grind that you're in, man. Because I'm telling you, the moment you do that and I, yo, bro, I even had to relearn that in my corporate life. I feel like, yo, man, I did touch a point in, like, where, like, I, and I feel like I was even preaching it. I mean, maybe I said it on here, but I definitely been preaching it behind the scenes. Anybody who knows me was 
man, I was saying, bro, before 35, I don't want to be doing any more like office work or I don't want to work in the office past 35 or, you know, something crazy like that. And there's nothing wrong with saying that if you have a real plan and you really have ideas that you think can put you in that position per se. Right. But right. for me, I, I can honestly say like I had a right, the, the right ideas and I still do think like, shit, I mean, if I get lucky enough, it could work out and I work hard enough, it could work out. Um, but saying that was more of so of a response to, I think what it was that I was doing at the time. And I did, I was like, yo, now nah, I don't see myself, man, doing this shit. I can't do this shit for another like 30 years. What? Working till yeah. 55, like, like 60 years old and still working. Imagine me. No, nah, like I, I'm, I'm sitting there looking at it like that rather than like, yo, like I got to enjoy what I'm doing, bro. Like I have to try and find the joy in what I'm doing or it's not going to work. Like if you lose the, or you have to find something that you can enjoy. Exactly, you will lose the you you will lose the abilities to succeed at what it is that you're trying to succeed at, and that's the last thing you want. You don't want to lose, um, you don't want to like you don't want to lose that portion. Like that's the most important portion. So, like my whole thing is just like you really want to make sure to, like. Just realistically keep focus. Keep focus. Don't ever lose that like fire that is, yo, man, just enjoy that process. Like, yeah, yo, bro, you know, I'm struggling right now. I'm so I'm down right now, bro. I'm broke. But yo, imagine if I make it through this moment. Like this, oh, I'm getting hit from left and right. Like, you know, it's like that meme where it's like they always uh it's like the gang, the Viceland gang shit, and it's the dude getting jumped, and it's like the dude, my paycheck and the oh, bills, <laughs> and the bills is just jumping them or something, and then you feeling real broke, but you just like, yo, and then I'm like. I don't got no bills though. And I know for the next month or something crazy like that, yo, you're going to feel up. You're going to be like, you're going to feel up. You're going to feel great. Or that next three months or yo, in six months, man, once I get through these next six months of car payments, I'm free from this crazy car payment. And I'm, I'm back in the green, man. My money is back in my back. It's in my pocket. Like I, I'm not paying the man no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you really have to have, um, those pot, like you need to enjoy that process. Enjoy the struggle. Enjoy the hardships that come with life, man. Because if you don't, if you just want it easy, man, I'm telling you, it's not, it never works out. It never works out for those people. You really do have to enjoy that. And, um, you know, that's really just been my approach. Yeah. Um, to life. Uh, I would just say two things and mm-hmm. then, uh, we could jump in. Jump into finally, it. Jump yeah, jump, in finally jump in. I'm loving this though. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm loving, I'm loving this. Like we're, we're having real conversations and I actually do yeah. think the people that listen to our podcast really enjoy these conversations. They actually do. Yeah, <laughs> they were, they were um, I would say, the you know, it's the, the biggest thing is age doesn't matter when it comes to it. You know, mm. like, don't be discouraged if you're 30, yeah. you're 40 uh, and you didn't get facts. to do what you wanted to do yet. That's you still have the time whenever you get to it is whenever you get to it. And, you know, even then you can regret that you didn't do it earlier. But it, at that point, just be happy that you're you're finally there. Yeah, you're finally what? doing it. And of course, everybody's life uh, evolves and unfolds in different ways. And those things could potentially block you or keep you a little bit longer. But if you don't enjoy how you get there, or if you don't say, you know what, like I, it's going to take some time, but you can't lose faith mm-hmm. in that. Or even if you put it to the side, you just don't lose it. Just say, you know what, when that opportunity comes back around, I will take it the first oppor- the first time I can get it. Mm-hmm. But a lot, I feel like, unfortunately, a lot of people just say, you know, if it doesn't there, you if you put sometimes if you put like an expectation of a timeline, it could come back to bite you in the ass. Because as much as we all like to plan for life, life could just sometimes come back around and say, 
Screw your plan. Sorry. Hey, this is what 2020. Clear example of yeah. it. 2020. Clear example. Here you, here's what you got now. That's what you're working with. So have fun. Yep. And that could be either better or worse. But, you know, we could only deal with the cars that we were dealt at the time. So um, that and so the second point is that um, that's like a Buddhist thing that you have to learn. You know, people say uh, when you're in the bad times, oh, I can't wait for the good times. But the good times don't last long either. Nothing lasts forever. But if you just kind of find a way to feel, you know, uh, neutral or very, you know, like find it, like you said, enjoy not the bad times, but find moments of just reprieve in those darker moments, it can help you along the way instead of just trying to push through it and suffer and then just hope for the good times because you're going to, you know, if your life ends up with more bad than good, then you're looking at waiting for that, you know, like a lot of people suffer through things and they're, you know, they're saying, oh, I can't wait till it gets better. But you don't know when that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you have to find a way to deal with it in, you know, constructively or even even if it's just something small, small victories. That's why I hate, you know, people policing other people's pockets. Why are you concerned with what other people buying? Like, Worst you know, everybody got ways to deal with shit and sometimes it's buying something like we shouldn't be checking other people. Mm-hmm. For these kinds of things, I really don't get. I don't get what's that. going on. It's crazy. So, yeah. So let's jump into it. <laughs> um, we got a lot to talk about. First one, Shit. Uh, another classic verses. Oh man, we got uh, the snowman. The snowman versus that. What is it? Iceman and snowman. Wait, what? What's yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, is, is Gucci? Well, I know Gucci. What Gucci's the flair. He's considered the. Uh, is he Iceman? Is he Iceman or is that uh I don't know. I know both of them got like snowy names. I know definitely Jeezy's snowman. Jeezy's big snow or snow. Like he's no, I see snow yeah. like snow for sure. But I know Gucci. Gucci is the Iceman too. Like ice cream boy. Like he didn't he have the ice cream cone on his face? Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely known for his ices. But shout out, man. Shout out Gucci. Shout out Jeezy. They had an epic. Epic verses, man. For anybody who who didn't tune in, I actually didn't tune in, but I rewatched it, restreamed it, and um, man, it was epic. It was epic, bro. It was just crazy. Like, first off, like, I think you know what the biggest thing about verses that I like, and you know, I I feel like because we did get into verses at first, and I, you know what, it's so crazy. I have to give it up. I first off, I I do want to commend verse. I, I I didn't really say we was gonna like go into. Too crazy heavy into verses, but I yeah. do have to give it up to Swizz and Tim because they have been doing a good job. Like it's like they're yeah. first off the audiences that they're pulling in, and it's not just about the numbers, but like when you look at it, like oh, two million people to almost like virtually, but two million people essentially tuned in to that battle, or at least over two million, probably definitely across the platforms because one point eight million were on Instagram. So I know YouTube yeah. probably had their own pool. Apple Music had their own. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their own pool um, that they can pull in. They definitely had like two, probably two and a half million people that were reviewing that battle. That's just first, you know, incredible. Those amount of people obviously all agree. Yo, they they want to see this stuff. Like this is something that could have been monetized. So shout out to black content creators and black successful. And look, we said if you put that production quality into it. What? Bro, and I always said it. I said, yeah, wait until they sign that contract with Apple or they put it over to a proper streaming platform, get the proper dollars behind it. Watch what's going to happen. Proper equipment, proper setup, proper everything. And that's honestly what I wanted to say. So just shout out. And I wanted to commend that. Like, because, you know, I know at first, like we were, 
we were saying that, yo, you know what? We like versus, but like, we just not into like, yo, all right, they got these two people on an Instagram phone and they're trying to do it with shitty sound quality. And like, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was a hard watch at first. It wasn't something that you was going to, okay, I'm addicted to this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was, I think the producers at first, they had like the best chances at doing the good sound quality because they kind of understand it. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. when everybody started going crazy with it, it was kind of eh. But they've really turned it around, done a really good job and been able to produce just phenomenal content. Um, that's one. Two, you know, I think we've like, I don't know about you, but I think I've kind of underrated or at least time has unfortunately put me in a position where like I kind of lose focus on like who really are the greats. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the really great artists like that mm-hmm. have really had phenomenal runs. Like we're it's talking a good about nostalgia trip. Exactly. It's an extremely good nostalgia trip. Yo, Jeezy? Jeezy? Yo. Yo, I have all like personally, I don't know who you thought won. I think Jeezy won. Easy. I think Jeezy won easy personally. If you asking me, I think Jeezy won easy, son. Like I think I don't I don't know. Like I like Gucci's I liked Gucci's selection and I, I do like Gucci's songs, but come on, son. Yo, if you from New York, bro, and like if you're from New York, there's no way New York like Jeezy was playing shit that was ringing off in New York around the time. Like like at least That's in my lifetime. We really the we never really got a lot of South music up. Yeah, there. like we only got we did only get the Jeezy. Like Gucci, we got yeah. Gucci. But we didn't get we like, didn't get yeah, like we didn't get street street Gucci. Like you had to be looking for yeah. that. And I, you know, I, I'll be honest. Like, come on. Like I, I was young in 05. I was 10 years old. Was I searching for the dirty South G- like Gucci? Probably not. Like I liked Gucci, but I, I wasn't searching for dirty South Gucci. I was listening to whatever came up on television or whatever my, um, my brother was playing. Um, but Jeezy was all over television. Like Jeezy was all over the radio. Jeezy had features with Hove. Like, come on, son. Like, Jeezy has mad Hove features. I, I mean, I just feel like he just, I don't know. Like, I, I, I really had to revisit Jeezy, I guess. And, you yeah. know, it's, it's kind of like made me re, I don't want to say replace him in where I have him in history. Like, just amongst the great, like, Southern rappers. But, like, man, he's up there, bro. Like, pe- people, like, just, I don't know. I, th- I think they were, like, underrating him for some reason. Or like I don't know. Yeah, it just happens. You know, time. If you're not doing anything, time tends. To yeah, time. Time tends to kill you. Because you know, Gucci yeah. is definitely having a stronger current career for sure. Like he's the better yeah. artist right now. I mean, and I, I think even back then, I mean, you know, if we're talking like Jeezy's one, then yeah, he was too. Like I, I would say, Gucci was right behind him as far as like yo, who was probably the most like big influential Southern rapper at that moment. You know, you got him. Uh, I, I think it's Gucci, Jeezy, and um, T.I. Like, I do like those three. Those are, like, the big three yeah. from the South, at least during my life. Like, I know those three were, like, you know, and then you obviously got the Outkast. I mean, then you go even further south. You got uh, uh, Wayne, obviously, in Louisiana. You know, you got the the Southern movement down there in Texas. Um, uh, you know, Paul Wall, you know, Mike Jones, Slint. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you got everybody in the little clicks from everywhere in the different pockets. You even got Florida or something. Like, but I feel like, man, like the really ringing off, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was a really great battle. Shout, shout outs them for putting that on. And, you know, um, I don't know if you want to get in, get anything in before, but like before we transition to just like the serious moment, you know, when the truth came on, so, you know what I'm saying? And just everything that, that uh, transpired, uh, obviously um, post that moment, but um, 
I don't know. Like, do you have any thoughts on anything that really with the very system? Nah, you, you, uh, well, the platform itself for them. I, I guess like, yeah, platform, platform itself, uh, you know. No, yeah, they, they, they moved to higher quality, uh, distribution and, um, you know, quality in general. Yeah. Uh, so because of that, it's now a better product. Um, more people watch it, more people enjoy it looks cleaner you know you have these funny interactions these really funny moments that are you know now it's it's now set itself up in at the very least the top level of pop culture you know it's in that quick who knows if we will remember this a year from now if it'll really stick but right now it's sticking Mm. so will it stick next year or when everything goes you know what happens when covid is you know gone or everybody gets vaccinated what happens then we'll find out but right now i think that stuff is going to stay relevant so it's an it's nice to have something like that be relevant you know hit hit the uh, nostalgia trip as well as just you know nostalgia trip for us and it could be a way for you know to regain or gain new new listeners hmm. okay crowds crowds that may not have ever heard of them Okay. No, no. Or didn't know even deeper hits. You might know the artist, but now you're like, oh, you know what? I didn't really know Gucci's catalog. Now I'm gonna go look at his mixtapes and shit like that. Oh, that's a fact. So. Real questions though. You taking that vaccination? That's the real question. <laughs> I don't you know, know me. I'm I'll wait for 2.0. You gonna wait for 2.0? You yeah, see how yeah. fast they they push into uh get those things through, man. This shit is crazy. Like and Listen, man, the FDA doesn't even fucking approve. There's so much shit out there that it's just like not FDA approved. And I'm like, this is crazy. So I'm supposed to trust the FDA, CDC to be like, all right, let's get, you know. And also, too, like, uh, I don't know what their control tests are like, but I can't imagine that they, you know, you can you can test. But I don't know if it's really accurate as to how it's going to affect all different types of people with different health conditions so mm-hmm. i'll wait for that and if it looks because yeah ruthie had asked me like how long do you think you would wait i'm like it's not about length it's about when those numbers to me <laughs> come back with hey all right it looks good to take mm-hmm. cool nobody got no crazy side effects or like the the percentage for that is low everybody seems stable like a month or two or three months later it doesn't something doesn't show up later and it's proven you know on average that it really does increase your chances not to get it mm-hmm. once that's settled then i'll take it then you take that yeah no nah, i respect it i was i was definitely just trying to sneak that in there and, and get the the questions for the people I, I don't even know i mean me definitely you're right like if it's proven to be you know obviously helpful and you know no side adverse effects or you know i'm not gonna grow another arm or something like crazy yeah. in like a couple of years because it's so crazy, man. Like we we forget every single day that we are such a guinea pig generation of individuals. Like, I mean, between the technology, the things that we put around our heads, and I mean, we drive in machines, and you know what I'm saying? Like, we we hold these crazy devices of just that are just pumped out, and every ten years, it's like the world kind of changes a little bit. Like, you don't really mm-hmm. think about it, but in 2010, the world was a different place than in 2020, and in 20 2000, forget about it, and in 90. 80, you know, you keep going back 10 years and the the jump is even more dramatic. Like, it's just like, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. You know, you just keep, <laughs> <laughs> you keep whoa and like, whoa. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, you, you really got to, it's just like, you know, you really got to just think about it first and think about it and then take hey. it, you know. <laughs> hey, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> 
Oh man, oh, fucking never gonna get old. Never gonna get old, bro. <laughs> never, man. Old days, fucking. Oh, shit. I don't even. I don't even remember where we was at. Oh yeah, versus. But uh, yo, these dudes, man, they had that moment, man. Once the truth played, and, and you know, obviously, I was like, y'all, here it is, the bloodshed. That I thought the bloodshed was coming, man. I thought Jeezy was gonna pull out the strap. I thought, no, nah, I'm not gonna do. I, I'm not gonna act in, in front like I thought any of that was gonna happen. I'm. I am. Proud for the way my man Jeezy Big Snow, that is shorter than Gucci somehow, but it's considered Big Snow, <laughs> decided to handle it. Like he, uh, you know, he did the right thing, man. And honestly, because I mean, one, he was honestly the wrong one in the situation. Um, you, 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 you sent know, somebody you send to kill. You sent your man's the shooter, and he uh, like ends up being shot. The shooter gets shot. Unfortunately, yeah. Hey, it is what it is. Like you know, what I'm saying Gucci did what he had to do, or else we'd be talking rip Gucci. So, um, you this know, versus would not be happening. Yeah, it, it would not be, have been happening. I mean, and I, honestly, a lot of uh, my favorite podcasters, a lot of bloggers like that, I've been following. Like a lot of them brought up that conversation in their like respective platforms, and we're saying like, hey, you know, that shit is a fact. Like, imagine if Gucci got killed, and you kind of just trace the Gucci line. Like, you know, what I'm saying like, you know. How many people did Gucci put on? You know what I'm saying? When you think about like, you know, the Waka Flockers and the, uh, you know what I'm saying? All the other Southern acts. Like he put on like a, pretty much the whole New South. Like, and they were saying like, it kind of showed like when he was on stage and doing the verses, when he was looking out to the, uh, like when you look to the left side or like, I think whatever side of Gucci was on, he had like all of the new and old Atlanta with him. It was just crazy. And then like Jeezy was on there by himself. Like this shit is crazy. Like, so when you really like to see like the the grip that Gucci has on Atlanta from the standpoint of like, bro, my influence is everywhere. Like my influence yeah. is really out here. Like I really control Atlanta. Um, that shit is crazy. Like, and you really gotta you you really gotta commend and respect that. But you know, like I think like my thing is just like, yo, the way Jeezy chose to handle it, like it's just like, all right, you know, you knew you was wrong. You know what I'm saying? You let him get his shit off. You know what I'm saying? You knew he was gonna blow his steam. I think I I personally thought Gucci went hard. Obviously, he he went mad hard, man. Talking about smoking on Pookie Loke. What? Damn, damn. You like, gotta still, you know, like of course you're like, all right, I, you know, not necessarily I forgive you, or maybe I forgive you, or we can move past this, but you gotta still feel some way, like, yo, yeah, you like, really tried to have me killed. Yeah, you sent somebody, you sent what a basically an assassin to come kill me. If this mm. was fucking, you know, empires in 400 BC or AD, mm. this is <laughs> you sent an assassin to kill me, yeah. and I just killed their assassin. Nah, yeah, friend. That's just crazy. Like, like when you actually sit back. And think about it, and I, you know, I'll be honest. Like I, I do, he probably still has to get that off his chest and be like, "Yo, yeah. we, we all right now." But it's still fucking you up. And honestly, time. you know what? That that was probably smart by Gucci when you actually sit back and think about it, because like you really do have to test that type of water. Because it's like, all right, let I let's see if you really move. Let's see if you've really moved past it. How you gonna take this disrespect? How you gonna feel? Like if I'm still, I'm let me get my shit off. Yeah, damn, damn. Send more shooters. I'm gonna send them back to you. Like, send them. Do it. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, people was going hard at Gucci, saying, oh, nah. Some people were, obviously, the the people all big. The LLC Twitter was like, oh, yeah, he own, <laughs> owns half of Atlanta. Twitter was like, oh, Jeezy is a grown man. Like, and, you, you know, all jokes aside, like, they both, obviously, both have valid points. And I definitely brought this up. I said this would be a, I thought, a great kind of, like, conversation. But the notion of 
you know, who was right and wrong in this battle. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what stance is right? Like, I feel like Gucci definitely still had the right to get what he got off. You know what I'm saying? He has the right to be mad. Like, his life was threatened. He just did what he had to do. He needed to test those waters. He needed to say, yo, bro, yeah, we are smoking on um, Pookie Loke tonight. He tried to kill me, so I had to kill him. You know what I'm saying? You know, it is what it is, Jeezy. How do you feel about that? Jeezy, you know, say what it is. Like, bro, look, I I, I did what I did. I extended an olive branch. I, I think I would have wanted him to say, I'm sorry. Because if he said that on stage, even more so, like, that would have been real shit. Like, bro, you know what it is? Like, I made a mistake. And honestly, I got to live with that. Like, my boy is dead. I'm sorry that I, I'm sorry that I let myself even get to that point where, like, I put my friend's life in harm's way. And like obviously he's dead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he 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 had to pay the ultimate price. So I'm sorry for not only him, but I'm I'm sorry to you because like, you know what I'm saying? You had to, you know what I'm saying? Like this is a real fraction. People lost their lives for it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like PTSD, I mean, family, like just the 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 fraction that it probably even caused with D, I mean, Atlanta, like, you know what I'm saying? It was probably sides to it, like people can't work with each other. Like when you really think about yeah. all of that, like you gotta respect that. You got to respect that. And then you got to respect that Jeezy went out and um, at least said that and and apologized the way he did. Um, but like my thing is just, you know, I respect that, too, though, because like some people was kind of like, oh, Jeezy already lost the battle for taking the battle. Like and that, you know, what I'm saying like he or like, oh, how could he take that disrespect? And this is supposed to be big snow. He's supposed to act tough after this. How is he tough? Like, so you telling me he's not a man for doing what he did? Like you got to like you got to really get into people's psyche. And like, like for me, it's just like, I really just found myself questioning like, bro, like, like why do people still have this, like this, like battle, I guess with identity, or I guess, I don't know if there's just notion that you're not tough. If you're not like, I guess automatically choosing violence, or I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, what is it with this modern era of individuals that violence is still an answer? Like, like Jeezy is trying to do the right thing to push human that's humanity in general bro like yo, we don't gotta kill each other no more bro like just somebody telling you that imagine like y'all beef and then somebody's like bro like i'm past that like i don't want to fight no more i don't like it's just funny that he's the one saying that when you're the one who started the violence yeah like and he's the one who started the violence yeah it's hilarious like but like you know it's hilarious in that way yeah it's a good message it's just funny it's like huh you, you, it's funny that you're saying that now yeah. when you really weren't the first guy to think of that earlier. Nah, but yeah, yeah. You're, so, um, I think people, and I, don't know, I guess I, I just th- want to seek this last thing. I think people, like, I don't know when it like happened, but people like removed people's ability to change. Like they say people can't change. Like if you do think something once it's like staying forever in my memory and that's it. And, and, you know, I don't know, you know, how you feel about that, but like, I, I you know, I don't want to continue. I think it's more so of they have personas, they have identities, they've been identified as these things. So, yeah, to your point, it's kind of like, oh, I, I don't think it's so much like we don't want to see you grow, I guess, because it's, oh, it's them versus you have that history. People are expecting and want this wrestling-esque show, you know, storyline where, oh, shit, they come together. Oh, my God, a fight, a brawl. That would be entertainment. But realistically, 
shit isn't always that dramatic, honestly. It mm. might have been dramatic back then, but, you know, time for whatever reason, they just don't want to do that anymore. Mm. And so people just got to respect that. But I think people, you know, just see this entertainment. They're like, oh, they got beef. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen. You know, gossip starts. So I think it's just honestly people just not managing their expectations and they want one thing. And again, it's another case of you want it to be one way, but it's the other way. Yeah. And I, I where, you know, they people wanted that and that's not who they are anymore. Even exactly. if you want to label them a hood nigga screen, they they just not that anymore. Yeah. So because of that, they're like, you know, Jesus is like, all right, I tried to have you killed, but right now, like, you know, this is for so on and so forth. That, you know, he's at least some semblance of let's let's be bigger than that now. Yeah. So if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. And like if you're looking for that kind of content, then that's clearly not your market anymore. <laughs> and 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 honestly, like, you know, and I kind of always liken it. I don't want to say liken it to this, but I like the first like other situation or not even other situation, but like, you know, anybody that Hove has had beef with, like, bro, at what point in the last 13 years, at least I know in my life, bro, have would you expect Hove essentially to try and get somebody killed or something crazy like like, Hove has been, in the last 13 years, I feel like, been past violence or something like that. Like, he's not going to get into no struggles. Like, are y'all going to say Hove wasn't tough? Like, would, if, if Hove did a versus, is Hove not tough? If he did a versus with somebody he had beef with? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just crazy. Like, yo, Jeezy is an a, a older guy. Like, he's he's not an old man, but he he's mature. Like, and I think people forget, like, that these dudes were young, bro. They was in their young, tw- late 20s, some of them young 20s, some of them, you know, early, even early 30s. Like, like, like cusp of 30, like if you in that stage, like, I mean, shit, I'm 26, bro. And me in the next three years, like, I, I mean, I don't see myself r- running around acting rowdy. I mean, I think yeah, the next generation, it's been a generational thing. Like we've adapted just the mindset of like, you know, you don't need as much violence. And I know it just comes crazy because, you know, you want to RIP King Vaughn, you know, re- rest in peace um, Vaughn, because like a lot of the younger generation is still dying in rap music and rap violence and in a lot of these hoods, unfortunately. But, I, but I, see, I think of that and I also think people really don't understand how crazy shit was in the 80s. Mm. No, yeah, like and I, and I, that's true. That like is numbers true. overall are down. It's still bad. Yes, all mm. of that is bad, but statistically, that shit yeah. was on a different level. It's at a different level. level. I do agree to that. I definitely do agree to that. Um like and I th- I think that's the point, you know. So like we've definitely absorbed that idea that yo we're, like we're not gonna like what's the point? Like what is the point in killing each other? And I just like the fact it's that, that it's looking at that and saying, all right, we don't need to be that because look how bad it got. Yeah, look how bad it got. And then even like like those those um individuals from those eras that have been able to survive and are now adults. Like nah, like you want them to go back to that for what for Twitter? For Twitter and Instagram, like to get videos and like, what do you want a Jeezy to pull out a gun and shoot him right there for disrespecting his homie? Like, like I, I just don't understand what people wanted, and it's just so ridiculous. Like, I think that was the thing that just upset me so much. Like, I was on Twitter, like, bro, I can't believe I'm like looking at people my age, like talking about Jeezy's this or that. And I guarantee you, all those. Yo, G, yo, G, so pull out the shit and start shooting. Yeah, like... You're not doing... You're not participating in any of those kinds of activities. Yeah, like, like you don't even participate don't in none do of that. that. Shit. Yeah, you don't and even... You know, like, that is know. not none of y'all lives. Like, bro, I know... Bro, we went to Catholic school G, together, though. Disrespect like, the street code. Or yeah. disrespect the street code. Mm-hmm. Yo, street code, say you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta fuck him up after he said that shit. That's street code. Yeah, like, what? you are from my you neighborhood, man. Street? 
Dog, you live on Staten Island. You are from <laughs> all your lights are on. <laughs> bro, you live in a you live in a suburban neighborhood where all the houses look the same. Like, I don't, yeah. bro, come on, man. Like, yeah, and it, it was just a lot of that. That was like just a little annoying. The biggest annoying thing about the whole versus talking situation. like you for, for Jersey people, they talking like you from Patterson, but you really from Hoboken. <laughs> yeah, like you from Hoboken, bro. Like, stop it, stop it, brother. Yeah, but yeah, no, nah, that but it was an epic moment. Like, I think it was an epic moment. I think I loved Jeezy's rebuttal the way he even did it into uh, what was it really? Uh, what was it? Uh, what was the song he dropped? Um, damn, I don't remember. I'm fucking blanking. I don't know why I'm blanking. I'm fucking. I don't yeah, know. Why it, was, I'm it, it, it was entertaining. The songs chosen yeah. were very good. Yeah, the song chosen was very, very good because it was a perfect rebuttal to the moment. I think he said, uh, "Get your mind right." That's the name of the song. So he he rebuttaled to "Get Your Mind Right" and literally flawlessly into it. DJ uh, queued it up, and it was just like an epic moment. Like, and you know, I like that point you brought up. Like, I think the biggest and true testament. Two versus the success of versus. I don't want to say versus his success. That was gonna make my. I was gonna versus is like. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yo, I said it in my head prior to saying. I was trying to say, it and I was like, yo, you know what I was gonna say? The success of versus, because forget it. Like my, I was gonna have a That's seizure good. just now trying to say that. <laughs> oh man, yo, having bringing back the video portion has been the greatest thing because it's like. Being able to see, funny. yo, it's just funny. Like seeing your reaction, and then sometimes like being able to previously see or like see what my reaction I know is gonna be to something. It just be having me die out and laughing before it even happens. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh my god, audio podcast. We probably listening like, yo, what's this motherfucker talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yo, anyway, but um, yeah, the, the success of versus would be when are these moments gonna last? You know, what I'm saying a year from now, are we gonna be looking back? Yo, remember when Gucci and, and, and Jeezy did the verses and they had that epic moment in, in round 15 when he p- played truth and, you know what I'm saying? Like, those are the moments, like, are we going to be talking about that years from now? Because, you know, back there in the 90s, you know, in the early thousands, you know, when there were epic mam- moments, I said mammoths, moments in rap history, like, the technology, for one, wasn't there to really record it the way we needed to. So, like, the it's all folktale like people like i have to tell those folktale stories and you know it's all yeah. word of mouth you know i was there and it was crazy like so it gets real epic and you know people i guess get really into it you know in the social media era the youtube era recording everything um it definitely takes i don't want to say a lot of it but it takes a little bit from it in the sense that you know when you can just like youtube it and like just go back to it go like kind of revisit it real quick like you know people aren't like rushing to those moments or it just like and it, it becomes like flooded or cluttered away in a sea of just moments or of or tons of shit that's going on like that's really yeah. just the unfortunate truth of the modern era so you're right let's see in a year are we still going to be talking versus you know because i'll be honest like although it's doing really well probably still don't see it lasting that long it's so crazy no it seems like a temporary thing yeah um but, but all right on to um, another music related topic. GQ told us they're rapper of the year. Megan the Stallion. Yes, Megan. And, Shout um, out Megan. Shout outs to Meg. You know, the, the incels are losing their mind. Out. Of course, you already know. Yeah. You know they're already uh losing their um their mind over. Didn't she uh she had the uh number one album too, right? Didn't she do the number one album? She just dropped an album. 
You dropped good news, yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't know what the numbers are. Oh, yeah, she did drop uh, good news. Shout out to Megan Allen for dropping good news. I know that shit went number one, definitely like day one. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout outs to Megan Stallion. Another one for black women, protect black women at all costs. People was his hating, bro. And they, they were mainly hating on like her for just like, I, I honestly, I don't know. Like, they were just saying, like, the big saying was like, people prefer little baby. I'm not going to lie. I was definitely one of them, but, like, that doesn't mean, like, Megan Thee Stallion couldn't, like, win. Like, she definitely had a strong year. And even Shy, like, Shy actually had to point it out to me because I was, like, gassing little baby, too. I was like, yo, bro, he had X, Y, Z, and and it was mad funny. The memes was mad funny, like, because the girls was like, yo, they hyping up little baby for having his little Black Lives Matter video. I was like... (laughs) I was, yo, girls could be so heartless, man, when they want to be like, it's so funny to me, but I love it. Like, I literally, like, love it. I, I consume it all. Like, tear into, tear into the men, bro. So, the, uh, like, you know, they was flaming and saying, like, oh, little Baby had that little Black Lives Matter video, protest video that they care about so much. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're saying she had WAP, she had, you know, Hot Girl some of this, and, you know what I'm saying? She had, and it, that's so crazy, because that all does feel like the the year. And I guess the way those awards do yeah. work, though, it's like year to year between when they give that award, right? More so than the actual year that you're in. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, I mean, when you think about that, you know, and, and include all those things or whatever their criteria um, that they had for it. You look at her trajectory yeah. and how sharply it, it just went up like that. Yo, she took yeah. off. Who else? She took yeah, off. she took off. She took off. She she honestly picked up where Cardi B left off and kind of like has not given it back at all. She's just like, yo, you know what? Like I'm in these streets. Um, you know what? She didn't get pregnant and go away. Honestly, like I think unfortunately, I think that was the thing that kind of like took Cardi B's fire. Like it's so crazy, unfortunately, how that works. But then at the same time, I'm thinking more about her music itself. Like just hit a niche where we didn't see a lot of growth. So mm-hmm. I don't know if people just kind of tuned out. Because I remember like some of the stuff she was making, I'm like, eh, it's kind of falling in that same realm, which I didn't mind because like a lot of people get away with making the same shit. Yeah. I don't know if it just hit for me. And I guess Meg just had a more, I think Meg just has a more aggressive style. Like, yeah. She hits the hardest shit. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. So I think that was something that, and her, her songs have a lot more energy, I think, yeah. on average. Meg's songs are very yeah. fast-paced and i think that that it just transitioned to her where she just has that energy and people were looking for that and or maybe we didn't have that at that level but it kind of brought you know she'd be rapping over them the old ass shaking anthems basically yeah that's what people wanted yeah yeah. i think it's her houston energy that's why i like to like it too it's that southern houston like she just yeah she just really gives you that and like i you know and we didn't have that that we didn't have a texas Rapper, we never used to rapper like that, really doing it. Because I honestly, I really don't consider Travis. Scott I was gonna say, Tra- if yeah, Travis Scott is like, you can't really. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. he's just such a weird rapper to me. Like, because he is like, I, I just consider him a like a, a artist, like a pop artist. I don't know what he to call him. Pop star. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, uh, but yeah. So that's strong. We were missing that. So she just that's what back differentiated her from like, yeah, yeah. I think because you know what the problem with Cardi is. Cardi, like, honestly, she got with, with, uh, I want to say Offset, and honestly started just rapping like an Atlanta rapper, but from New York, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's from New York. And it just came off as like, man, it's really lazy. Like, she started to rap like the people. 
Yeah, like she's gotta leave off that and yeah. come back. Like she, she you know, she's a rapper. Cool. Like, but she definitely like is. She's definitely not as skilled a rapper than as Meg, and it's clear as day because like you can tell like she doesn't like make all her music really by herself. Like it doesn't come that way because her biggest hit ever. Bodak Yellow literally is Kodak Black's freestyle, just written another way yeah. with her own lyrics, her and own she influence. She killed it, though. I, I got to, like, respect um, it. But at the, yeah. at the end well, of the who day... who knows? I mean, also, she might... Cardi just might be taking a break, so we'll see if she uh, comes back and hit I hope she know, come out. I, I hope she come out with, with fire. Another. Yeah, because I, 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 pers- I actually like her music a lot. Like There's room for everybody. Yeah. So we just... I just want to see some, some more. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. So we were talking earlier about social media. Uh, speaking of which, I'm sure anybody who's been on Twitter has seen uh, Twitter's response to Snapchat and Instagram stories, fleets. fleets. And if you follow me, <laughs> you can see how much I fucking hate that stupid ass feature. If you don't know, I'll explain it. Fleets is basically Instagram stories on Twitter. Yeah. It's the same thing. It looks the same. I, I kid you not. It looks exactly the same. It comes up in that same format with the circles on top with all your people. Now it gives you that stupid thing that Instagram does where if you tap somebody's profile picture, they'll either say, do you want to open their fleets or see the profile picture? And I'm like, this is just getting out of hand how much it's all the same now. Yeah. But also like, Twitter didn't need that. It looks terrible. It, it just clut, clutters up the entire screen. Like, that's just counterproductive to what Twitter is, honestly. Yeah. And I'm just tired of, like, all of these, you know, stealing from each other. And now they just see, oh, that's what's hot, so we got to copy that. But all of these different social media, to me, don't fill the same niche. You know, I don't go on Instagram for the same reasons I go on Twitter. I don't have Snapchat anymore because I no longer like that format. Mm-hmm. You don't all need the same type of things. And so now because of that, they all feel the same. Like, mm-hmm. what's the difference between, you know, Instagram? I could put a, a black picture and then type out what I would write on Twitter under. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah, and they, no, do, they don't need to be that. No, I agree, I just, I agree with know. that. I, I agree. You know what? Like, It's so weird. Like, I, I definitely, I'm definitely in this weird place because... I agree with the, you know, that because we come from an era and honestly, as you were speaking there, like I was kind of like forming what I wanted to say, because as you like you evolved my thought like just now for more so just like, you know, we've come from an era where like I I feel like social medias all did have their own like niche. They had their purpose. They served specific like usage, like situations. You didn't like have to go to Instagram and it served everything or Facebook and they served you everything. Twitter served you everything like they all had their own function and like you know I don't know when it became the shift that like all the apps started stealing each other and it really was Facebook Facebook started it because Facebook once they acquired Instagram they like like it was it was just weird because obviously you know Facebook just was a a a fucking massive like behemoth at that point they acquired Instagram and then I feel like Snapchat came along and Snapchat was just a competitor in the space of Instagram that, like, you know, people were snapping, 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 snapping. And I did like it. I'm not going to lie. I was a fan of Snap for a little bit. Instagram stories came along. And I guess I kind of just, like, now I'm kind of comparing the two. When Instagram stories came along, it was, like, there was heat on it at first. I remember people didn't like it at first either. They were like, yo, it's yeah. just Snap 2.0. But, like, then after a while, too, like, people enjoyed the idea that, oh, wait, yo, you know what? I got... 
600 followers on like or I got thousands of followers on Instagram. Let me just snap on Instagram like and all my yeah. followers can see my Instagrams. And then Instagram died. Like literally, it was just over. Like and it was just you like Snapchat. Yeah, snap oh, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, Snapchat yeah. died immediately. It was just so fucking crazy. It was like overnight. Like I'll never forget like Snapchat completely fell off. And I think there's still people that are on Snap. I know people that still use it. I go on Snap randomly once in a while and I'll look through the the stories and I'll be looking through it. I'll be like, yo, that's it's just so funny that people still religiously use Snapchat. Um, Instagram is like the, the the behemoth though now. And like Instagram stories is taken over and like, you know, all people want to use this Instagram story. So like when you look at the Twitter situation, why is it wrong for them to get it? I guess it's kind of just my mentality at this point. But at the same time, I do understand that like, yo, on Instagram, like, it just like feels good, I guess, at this point to like, yo, I got my photos it's down here and then I got the stories of media. Yeah, it's already a media based app. So them having the stories is fine. I hate Instagram's current thing of basically trying to become a fucking store. Yeah, they're done. And I you're trying mind. to really push your, you know, Facebook. That's the Facebook fucking yeah. parasite. You know, you have some shit. There's those golden years where you're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. And it starts to become, how can we monetize this? How can we do X, Y, and Z? And now Instagram has that. Stories yeah. is getting monetized. People are putting up, oh, come check out my latest post, my five-minute post. Now you're, you got, it's basically a part YouTube. Part nah, YouTube. it is. It's part YouTube. Now you can have yep. part store. And so for me, Twitter's fleets is weird because it's just, I don't care that they have it. I care because it's counterproductive to what I feel the app is best at. Like it, it's almost like, okay, you did it because everyone else did it, but also users have been demanding or asking for other things that we feel is conducive. And instead you give us this, yeah. which to me doesn't feel conducive. Twitter's a mini blog. You type your thoughts out. It could be one letter or a now 280 letters, you know? So it's quick thoughts that you jot out and you just send away. But you know, like having this element where I have to scroll to the top and view other people's tweets outside the timeline, the entire timeline was its thing. That was the mm. whole thing about Twitter. You can tweet some shit and then delete it later. Yeah, if you said some crazy shit, somebody's going to screenshot it, maybe. Mm. But I do, you, you know, know I, all actually, in I agree. one I agree with scrolling that. motion, you know, like it was just everything was just one thing there. Having that story just breaks up kind of Twitter because now you know somebody's going to say something that they would only say in stories because it's going to get deleted in 24 hours mm -hmm. but again like you know it it just feels I don't know just adding something else that to me Twitter's best thing is the timeline and that the fact that you could really curate it as best as your ability mm -hmm. now you know like it's pretty interesting that Twitter now has you can follow topics like that's not too bad because let's say you don't know who to follow but you just know you want to see people talk about one thing or a few things on your timeline that's something that's not bad but mm -hmm. the fleets thing just feels just again like haphazardly like you see other people doing it you're like we have to do it to keep people on here but i think the beauty of twitter is that you can type some shit fire and forget come back oh shit you got like you know 100 retweets or whatever 10,000 retweets like you can just have that one thought in 30 seconds and then let it go no i i think and i i agree actually with a lot that you're saying um because, you know, I, I think I forgot that the core functionality that they did advertise fleeting as is that stupid tweet in 24 seconds and it vanishes or, you know, 24 hours and then it'll vanish and then nobody can see it. Like, it'll do it automatically, essentially, for you. You know, I 
I, it's so funny because I feel like I haven't seen anybody actually use the the fleet feature. They've only used it for the purpose of posting photos and videos <laughs> or whatever. Thing, it's just yeah, stories. Again. It's just stories, really. So, like, I think I my mind is, like, I'm not really against it. Like, at this point, because to me, Twitter, now having that can make that the superior app to Instagram. Instagram, like, because you're speaking to a lot of things mm-hmm. here, and I feel like you're right. Like, Instagram has become this another Facebook. It's like for shopping. They got uh, uh, IGTV, it's just Facebook TV. Um, I mean, they have, you know, posting, you can post photos, you can Instagram story, you can Instagram live, like Facebook live. They're literally the same app now. There's no difference. Like, like everything that Instagram did right, they just OD'd. Like for whatever reason, they just took it to extreme. And it was just kind of like, all right, now it's just you know, way it's too much. Innovation for the sake of innovation and mm. not a reason to innovate. That's why yeah. the fleets. I'm not bothered by fleets itself. I'm bothered by the tone deafness because it's just yeah. like, all right, we've been asking for all these other things. This doesn't help the core experience. You added a new experience, but the, the one experience of the timeline isn't all the way there yet. Yeah. Fix this shit. Get it to be first. Fix the fact that, you know, you got people who are being fucking Nazis on Twitter could say whatever, but God forbid you tell somebody who's being a, a garbage asshat to kill yourself and all of a sudden you get banned, but that Nazi could still tweet off crazy shit. You're not fixing none of that. You're not fixing shit that's harming users, that people are straight up leaving Twitter because they're like, yo, you know, uh, Nazi trolls just keep getting my account suspended and they're sending in death threats. And Twitter's just like, we don't see any violations of our terms and conditions. And they, you just get a fucking shrug. Yeah. So it's like, fix that before you add some extra shit that could be just as annoying. No, nah, that, that's a fact. That is a fact. That is a fact. I, I do agree. And I, I think that, you know, I, unfortunately, none of these apps will ever be perfect. I don't think any of these apps are yeah. ever going to be perfect. You know, Twitter, you know, you right now. build it up yeah. from the ground up, I think. Yeah, right now they have it. But I feel like, you see, this is a perfect slot for somebody else to just come in and just take the lead again. Hey, yo, make a bare bones just app that somebody can just kind of like just post their photos on. And it's just enough people use it or you get enough of your friends, enough influencers to just buy into it. Like you can really start your own movement. Like just like that's really what that's how Facebook worked. That's how Twitter worked. That's literally how all these social media apps start. You got to have people that are willing to subscribe to it. That that serves them a purpose. And I feel like. um. You know, Instagram for me used to be that like, yo, you could just go in and share those photos and, you know, it was for friends at first and then you could follow other people and y'all always share photos. It was photos, 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 photos. Then it became stories, 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 live. And, you know, now I'm not posting every day. If I'm not on my stories every day, people don't want to follow me and, you know, followers this and that. And it, it just became a little bit too crazy. Like, I, I just want, I don't know what I really want for social media anymore. Like Twitter is really like, has become the pinnacle for me because Facebook growing up, it was like that. Like, you know, Hey, you just blog, like you just status. So I just throw a wall comment, comment, throw my comment on my wall, throw a comment up there. Like, Oh, I'm just firing shit off. Like Twitter became like the perfect version of that. Like where you just tweet, 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 tweet. So like, you know, I don't, I don't know what's next, but I, I just like, I really want like just a, a very bare bones app. I'm tired of just all the 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 bloatware that's just all over these apps now, man. It's just ads and bloatware, ads, it's, bloatware. The monetization thing just always ruins 
a lot of shit because now it becomes geared towards that. Yeah, no. Every company, I swear that once that the stock, uh, once it goes after the IPO, once it gets on the market, and it's now the strength of the company gets dictated of whether or not it can make money. Innovation solely goes to well, how can we make more money? Yeah, and often to the detriment of the user experience. I mean, I fucking hate seeing ads on Twitter. It's just garbage. Oh man, like, it's you, the worst. You know, like it's it's the worst because it's just like, come on, it's man. Like, you're it's useless. Like the two your your timeline is your fucking timeline. Like it's just so intrusive. Just having some shit. Like get this shit the fuck out of here. Like <laughs> I'm tired of this shit. All your data, all this fucking data that they're extracting from us is just simply to sell us shit. And I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Like this bro. is not like you just just commerce, commerce, commerce. And I'm like, yeah, this is just. It's so fucking <laughs> ridiculous to me, honestly. Nah, bro, it's incredibly yeah. insane, dog. It's, it's it really is when you think about it. Um, but all right, let's move on to the next one. Um, we don't got to talk about this too long because I'm sure it, the timeline has talked about it to death. Uh, but um, you know, we we light we lit up. We lit that up. proverbial. Yeah, we lit that up. Trumpito pack. Oh man, where's my cigar? I got that hitting somewhere. I was about to <laughs> we'll fire it up real <laughs> the quick. LeBron, the LeBron cigar. <laughs> the LeBron cigar. Just forcing it mad hard, like. Oh man, nah man, we 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 lit one up for that boy, man. You know what I'm saying? Got his ass up out of here. Ago. Twenty days yep. ago, but we got that boy up out of here, bro. In January, I can't believe it. I can't believe I can't it. Believe I mean, it. hey, yo, I'm I'm proud of America, obviously for doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? We did it. You know what I'm saying? And but forever, like I said, man, this is just that that uh smear that America is just forever gonna wear, bro. Like it's just like, bro, how how did we elect that man? Like how did it's we actually crazy. make him president? Because it's like, okay, like, I, I was paranoid about what he could do. I mean, you know, he could still do some crazy shit from now to January. But also, it's just still crazy that, essentially, they did try to steal this election. They 100% openly, brazenly tried to steal it. And the only saving grace was that red counties flipped blue. That just straight up, those red counties are like, fuck you. Yeah, pretty That's much. it, honestly, because they were trying so hard in these normally blue districts to do everything they can, try to say, oh, make a recount, recount, do all these things to try to fuck up the vote. And they, they just straight, sheer numbers just overwhelmed. And <laughs> the fact that he told his people, don't use mail-in ballots, and he lost by mail-in ballots. And people kept saying, because he told his people not to use mail-in uh, mail ballots, like the early numbers are going to look like he won mm. and then the mail-in ballots are just going to keep coming in and it's just going to be yeah you're just gonna, like yeah like you gotta think death. about that it's just common sense it's like it's 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 kind of like this it's like all right if somebody offers you it's you win the lottery you could take the upfront cash or you could just take them in the monthly payouts over time yo bro you are going to get paid more money if you take the monthly payouts but if you take that upfront payment you are going to lose a lot of that money you're going to feel richer up front you are going to feel good. You're going to feel good with that money. But the moment like that dude eventually that took the payout starts to get more money than you, you're going to be like, hey, wait a minute. I, I I got the same lottery winnings as him. Why is he getting more money? Oh, well, he he said he waited for the rest of it to come in. Like, that's what he waited for. It's common sense. I mean, I I just, you know, like you said, they were trying to steal an election. They were trying to raise The only some, reason I would take like, the lump sum is that I, I could die tomorrow. No, that's a, yeah. So, I, I know obviously the the, thing, I know, you know? It, it was a it was a good analogy. Like, yeah, right, in a, a perfect analogy. world. Yeah. It was a shitty analogy with a good world, 
sure. Yeah. In a perfect world, sure. But like, you know, shit yeah. going should be happening to let the right. So just give me give me my call yeah. now. Cause like I said I could have it. Thank thank um, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God they counted those balance immediately. If he if he had to yeah. wait like a couple months or a year for that recount, I don't know about that. And but. it was still hilarious that he was he had no idea that it's a bipartisan process counting the votes. He was trying to say, oh, the Democrats are not letting these people in to go do their job voting. He was riling up his followers. Yeah, talking um, about, oh, they're like... Breaking in, oh, look, they're just stealing the votes and throwing out the go votes. to the polls. Like, what, what do you think? Like, I think he was trying to rile them up. He thought they was going to go in there and try to destroy the polls or some shit, like, and then fuck up the election or something crazy and incite war. I like, can, it's just crazy uh, that now... There's so many people that are just straight up doing what they should have been doing a while ago. Like reporters are now questioning back when, you know, the White House press secretary says something and it's not factual. Now they're actually like, no, that's not factual. And you're catching them in the tizzy. But I'm like, you should have been doing this from 2016. Yeah. Why are you waiting till now? <laughs> or that dude where, was it that old white guy was like, oh, is this the real news or the fake news? And the guy was like, fuck off on live <laughs> TV. And then turned around and he was smiling like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you should have been doing that from 2016. Yeah, honestly. Honestly. This is crazy, but, man. But thank God. Yeah. Thank God he's out of here, man. I'm so ready to thank move. Thank God past. he's out of here because we're it's back to the regular racism. Regular racism. Too. Yes. Yes. Woo! <laughs> it's back to fighting regular racism. Yes. Like, I'm fucking pumped, bro. I'm pumped to go back to the regular struggle. <laughs> Yo, no more, no more uh, struggle plus, just regular struggle. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Hey, we take our wins where we can, right? Hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now it's back to uh, step one. Step that was one. like negative. Back to step one. And now we can continue with what we need to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so stoke that Trump pack. And it was crazy. It was it was a, a, a blowout. Yeah, it really. was a blowout. Yeah. And honestly, you know, did I think that was going to happen? I, I, I felt like I, I thought it was going to happen. I just didn't. I didn't know where it was going to come sure. from. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know where it was going to come from. Like, because even Georgia. Hillary, like, you got to look at Hillary. Hillary won the popular vote, but she didn't win it where she needed to win those votes. Like, that's where yeah. that stuff matters. So, you Even know. More campaigning in those areas. Exactly. But what's crazy is I look at that and I look at um, COVID-19 and its subsequent, you know, stimulus money and protections for people contributed to why they flipped Trump. And I look at it and say, if we didn't have a pandemic, Trump could probably would have won that election. And I'm like, that's just crazy. It took a pandemic and 250,000 people dying for people to be like, you know what? I can't, I can't do this. Yeah, we can't, we can't have a guy in there that don't want us to wear a mask and probably doesn't want us to get vaccinated. I voted for Trump in 2016 and right now I'm about to lose my house and he promised me that I would have all the money. (laughs) And now look at you. Now look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Um, So yeah. Got him up out of here. That's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful um, thing. And to piggyback off of that, um, you were talking about how you went to Florida, mm-hmm. and I know you wanted to kind of touch base on some of your uh, poorer experiences. Oh man, in yeah, that realm. in that realm, man. Uh, so yo, dro- I'll let you tell. Yeah, yeah, man. Yo, the traveling just to Florida, bro. Like you, I, I think you know what, and just like the pandemic overall. It's just incited a lot of like crazy experiences on the road, man. I was on the road, just going to Florida, bro. And like, I just had like crazy 
experiences where like I just feel like people are more daring. They're just a lot more dangerous. I don't know if it's the psyche of like crazy drivers. Cause you know, I've look, I'm from New York. I, I drive all the time. I've never had an experience where I feel like, yo, bro, you you gotta like you either like somebody's trying to like threaten your life on the road a little bit. Like you feel I felt like that occurred one too many times down south. And I don't know, you know, obviously like is that a thing maybe because you know, where we're at and like, you know what I'm saying, person of color and, you know what I mean, white people being racist, you know what I'm saying? What is it? What is the situation? Or, um, and it's just crazy, man, when you really dive into like driver psyche, like driver psyche is just incredibly insane in 2020. Like, man, I really caught, like found myself in situations where like, you know, people brake tracking me, trying to put me in like situations with my car, like trying to stop me and hurt me in mine. It's crazy. It's so crazy. crazy. And, like you really have to, control yourself and you know should i liken it to the gucci and Jeezy situation you have to be an adult in a situation where things can potentially get dangerous and fatal so like that shit was just really crazy man like experiencing that and I, you know I, I know for you is you know and and uh, for many people in the metropolitan area you know we don't drive like most of us aren't drivers because we are in a metro city so we take the train we take use pt but man these roads is just becoming more crazy by the day and i think i definitely got that uh, that the gist of that in um in Florida because like yeah. these motherfuckers are just like yo this is crazy it's man not crazy I'm, I'm like- it's just like you know <laughs> hearing it and then you telling me your experiences I'm like wow like that's it's true that's yeah exactly what people are saying people are saying yeah nah and the pandemic just unfortunately like it, it only accelerated it because you know more open roads people are just like more racist uh more like brazen on the road flipping like it's just it's disgusting man. it's disgusting. But man, I don't even know. That shit is crazy. That shit is so crazy. My ass, actually. And it's so funny, though. Like, it's, it's, I, actually, to transition into the next thing, while I was driving down, actually, the day I got to Florida, I was supposed to to be online for the uh, BMW kits drop. Man, but these resellers, bro, they getting out of hand, my G. They just, they just got everything on Smash. Like, it's crazy. Yo, with the PS5 shit, it is getting, yo, I cannot believe. What? Like, I, it, it's gone. It's just straight up gone like that. And like I'm that. just like, I cannot believe, like, what is, it's just, like, I don't understand these companies that are also not realizing the landscape or just don't care. Like, it's either you're not paying attention or you don't care. And you have to pay attention. I feel like they they, they just... It's honestly that they just don't care because you have these limited stocks and you're doing these sporadic or you're, you know, you're doing these time things, but these are the things that are setting up people for failure. Mm -hmm. You know, you tell people the time, the bots get ready and then the website crashes and you got, you know, they have to do something, some sort of verification, like one entry per person or, you know, it can't some IP address tracker. If it's all coming out of the same IP, like only one request is going to go through something like it has to be. I don't know. Something yeah. something to try to like. And I, I don't want to hear no as an excuse because I can't imagine these companies are making dollar over dollar. Like you have to be able to do something to alleviate this because it's not just PS5s. Like we said, we were talking about the. um the 30 series cards constantly selling out. I'm trying to check for 30, 80, 30, 70. I'm like, oh, let me see. I'll go now in stock. All right, click it, gone. And I'm like, I'm it's it's you. I got the notification 1120 and I'm on the website 1120 and it's already out of that stock. That shit is already like, sold though. Is, 
It's crazy. And it's just like you said, it's just everything now. It's just like this. It goes up and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, uh, that's just crazy. Like nobody can get these things and there's no reason for this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like when you really actually step back, like, and just think about like the status of just like how we've gotten here and just, you know, like how, how do we even move forward? Like, you know, I think me, we, me and wife, we talk about it all the time. And it's like, it's gotten to that point of like, yo, we need to, we might actually have to invest in a bot, like, you know, because I know I can probably find a way to acquire the services of something yeah. that could automatically make my purchases. <laughs> like, I'm definitely smart enough to figure it out. But, you know, like shit, like we really are at that point because you really can't purchase anything, anything you want, like a bag for your girlfriend or jewelry for your girlfriend. Or do you want to buy your favorite video game system? Do you just need a new like appliance that a lot of people might want for so like it, it don't matter what it is it could be anything like anything that has social cachet of any kind like resellers if they hear about it they are on it and they will will purchase it and it's a wrap and it's just kind of like man i don't know when we've gotten like when we've allowed it to get this bad or you know i don't know if it's like just the pandemic has i think the pandemic obviously is putting a little bit more of a strain on supply and production yeah availability so i i will um give that most most of the credit but i feel like we do need to make a hardcore return to the brick and mortar store man like things have to be purchased at physical locations and you need to make things physically available to people whether through um you know partner stores and you know, doing things like that and being able to just make it available on everybody's market so that everybody has a fair shot at physically being able to go get your product. Because I'm telling you, like, wait, and it has to be one person physically, but like, you know what I'm saying? We're not like, there for a total online kind of shopping experience. Mm-hmm. Plenty of people do not have the resources internet wise to be doing that. Yeah. And also people don't necessarily look to do that because they they want it now. Yeah. That's the beauty of it, too. If you pick it up physically, you can grab it and you get home and you plug it in. That's why people still like the physical. I go in, get out. No hassle. I don't got to worry about waiting, taking oh, yeah. a day off to go get this, you know, hopefully he comes by 4 p.m. or some shit. So you didn't waste the day. You don't yeah. have to worry about all that. What? You just got to worry about. I hope I can get it. Oh, look, I got it in store going home. Now, I can And I it. love that you mentioned that because like, yo, that's another thing now. I mean, forget about it. I've dealt with that for years now. But the whole now th- new thing that motherfuckers out of the mail, they robbing the asset out of the mail. Like, yo, your PS5 in the mail. You know how many people have lost their PS5? They've stolen packages and whole parcels and whole shipments of ps5s and i i'm not gonna sit there and put this all on resellers obviously this is just dirty at play like it's really tough times right now man if that's happening like they're talking taking whole parcels of ps5s that means like this might be stores this might be corporations getting dirty this might be like businesses shipping companies like like Right. And if you're not home, if you're somebody that still has to go to work or step out at any point in time, that package gets delivered like it was a problem before. But if it's happening now, but still that contributes to that, you had to spend all this effort on trying to get it. Then you get it. Then it gets stolen. And now the process starts again. Are they going to, you know, tell you, all right, we'll replace it. Probably not. Now you got to go through the whole process again, you know, and it's the same equal chances if you got a house, because sometimes, you know, people just be walking through the gate running up, grabbing it, and then running around the corner from picking it up on somebody's um, 
doorstep. And if you ain't home, you would have no idea because sometimes they do that. They leave it wherever unless you specify. And then listen, sometimes you get some guy and he doesn't read what's specified or whatever the case may be. Now your package gets stolen. And then if you're in a building too, you know, like unless sometimes they don't knock on your door, they just drop it off in the front and then you got to go to the front and grab it. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the front and somebody's down there and they looking at packages and, you know, the box kind of looks like, oh, I think there might be that look like something could be in it. They just take your shit. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. It's- <laughs> it happened in my building. Like it didn't happen to me, but I ran into my super and uh, it almost happened to me. And he was calling me. He's like, yo, somebody he was just like, I saw your name on the package. Because he was like, somebody's looking. And he was just like trying to crack it open. And he just looks like the guy don't look like that's his package. Like you wouldn't open it right there. So he's just saying like, yo, like it's been like four times in like two, three weeks. And I'm like, that's just crazy. Like what is going on that people just feel compelled? To you don't even know what's in there, package. bro. Like what? what if it was some shit that somebody needed? Yeah, nah, like they, some, they, they don't give a fuck. Needed. What? They, they don't, don't care. Fuck. They don't care no more. They don't even care no more, bro. It's sad. Sad times, bro. Sad, sad times. <laughs> Sad times. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully um some changes or maybe 2021 will have better stock, uh, better production. Better production, yeah. For, maybe for all around. Maybe that's really what it is. But I don't know. I, resellers to me have just been a problem in the sneaker industry for so long. And I just really seeing it seep into everything else. Yeah. And like, listen, if you buy like one, two, three pairs and you do that, that's fine. I'm talking about the people who buy like 10 plus. 10 plus, man. It's 10 plus. And like, I, you know, like that's. five plus is kind of pushing it. Yeah, that shit is like, just crazy. It's just, that is just so crazy to me because then I, I start to just get into the mentality of like, damn, like. That shit is not even hard work. Like, you really got to ask yourself, like, or, you know what, is that, uh, if it's not hard work for you guys, like, all right. Like, man, like, what kind of, like, lifestyle is that? Like, damn, like, those are full-time jobs for those people. I'll be honest. Like, resellers do it full-time and can, like, make full-time incomes off of it. Like, we're talking about fully funding the girl lifestyle by sitting online, using a bot to acquire assets, and then taking those assets and selling them at, like, Price gouging, sky pricing. High, yeah. Sky price high, gouging, pricing. Yeah, like you're just robbing people, essentially. You're essentially robbing people. That's what you're doing. You're robbing, like, you're you're taking money from the company. Like, you're just taking people's ability to buy things at company prices already. So whatever is already extremely high to them, you're making them pay even more to get it. Like, I cannot respect that. You know, I, I'm unfortunately, like, I can't do it unless if that's, like, your full-time occupation. It's too... Like, like that's realistically what it, it boils down to. And, you know, I don't like to do it because, like, I've definitely done it. I've partake like, everybody partakes in some weird things sometimes, like, that they might not, like, really sit back and think about it. But one day you think about it, you just kind of like, oh, well, shit, that's kind of foul. Like, I, I've bought a pair of 350s or uh, 750s for $350, and I sold it online for over $2,000. I made somebody really pay almost 10 times the pricing. For an ass, like that shit is foul. Like when I actually sit back and think about it, but it's like, wow, I got lucky. I, you know, me knowing like my pockets, I was a broke college kid. I needed that money. Like I really needed it. So, like, you know, hey, it, you know, it, it's one of those situations where it is what it is. 
So like, I, I don't blame resellers, but at the same time, it is tough, man. I, I, in 2020, I don't know exactly how I feel about Get them. your coin. Yeah. Get your coin, but at the same time, respect that other people are trying to get their coin too and might not necessarily have the funds to yeah. go crazy for these prices. Like I can understand a markup of, let's say, all right, you know, some 350s, that's what, 225 on average, you mark them up 250, 275. So you're trying to get, you know, an extra $50 off of each pair. That's understandable. A little mm. 2550 by saying I have the supply, you know, I can, you know, here I, this is my marker for me having it. Just a little something. But if you're talking about I'm selling them for $775, all of these are only 775 each. Like that's just absurd. Like you're constantly char- overcharging and it's just also too like people just are willing to shell that out, out that amount and I just think like it's it, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. It's just yeah. Yeah. It's hard for me to wrap around I, my head that I, like, I, th- I, I know like how much I'm willing to spend on something. And I just cannot imagine somebody who's saying like, you know what? I just need this so much. I'm going to shell out this amount. Yeah. Right. I think that's the only thing that's going to stop it. And you, you, you spoke exactly what I was like thinking, like, bro, you, the only thing that's going to stop this is that people just got to stop paying those prices. And that's me. Hey, I'm comfortable just waiting. If you're smart, you know that a PlayStation five will be available in three to, yeah. four. if you can wait yeah. two, three more months, bro, you're going to have a PlayStation five max. Like, and I don't think yeah. that's murder. Like the average person Usually doesn't get that console first day. Like I know, growing up, the way it worked is that when the new console came out, I didn't get it till Christmas. So like, so Christmas time was the time I knew I was getting that new console. Like, but you know, obviously we're adults; we could afford things now, bro. Hey, people just need to learn to humble themselves. Hey, enjoy the process, bro. You cannot get it immediately. Just wait, man. In three months, you are gonna have it for MSRP. You didn't have to pay twelve hundred. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? I mean, hey. It is what it yeah, is. It'll happen. So <laughs> I'm not too worried. Yeah. Um, and lastly, we'll just go briefly over. Um, I'll touch uh, you know, the a, free agency, uh, a little NBA free uh, agency uh, yeah. action. A little NBA, yeah, a little NBA free agency action. Yeah. We're getting a little something before, you know, they start back up in a shit a month. In a month now, yeah. yeah. What, the 22nd, I think. Yeah, the 22nd. And then the preseason yeah. is going to be, I think, the week before. So, like, literally in less than 30 days, Three we're going to have basketball again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, the free agency, it was interesting. Like, I, I didn't, like, pay attention too, too much to the action. But it wasn't that crazy of yeah. a free agency. I mean, the like, Lakers. It's still going, but it's little things, really. Like, yeah. it doesn't seem to be anything massive. Yeah, Lakers got, like, Lakers got better. Like, honestly, I feel like they really just the focus of this topic. Because, like, the Lakers, man, you know, the clutch, man, I'm feeling salty. Because I feel like they yeah, oddly, Shrez, they Shrez got better. Schroeder, yeah. Crazy. Shrez. That's another good score. And they got Marcus Soul like in place of you know losing two seven. One I'm iffy on because mm-hmm. he's really shown his age with Toronto. Yeah, like, he really didn't play that much and he looked really gassed. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if you know maybe they just got him for Jokic, just somebody to like hold down when you got to go through the Nuggets again. Like here, play that out, and mm-hmm. that's all I need from you. Yeah, you can go back to the bench. Um, which is funny yeah. though because I feel like he's like um, not he's mobile but not like mobile at the same time because you're right his age like his age mm-hmm. is showing so he's not that same big that could go in and out and even though he can play in and out he can't do it fast not like Jokic yeah. so it's it's just gonna be interesting and he's to see. missing like a little bit of the lift on like his little hooks on his three yeah. so he just looks a little deflated um we got Fred Van Fleet 
mm. getting a four year eighty five. Yeah, he got paid her from Toronto. He got paid. Yeah, he got paid. So you got man, shout out to Fred. You know what I'm saying? Jason Tatum got paid. Donovan Mitchell got paid. So yeah. it's been like, it's been crazy. Like, just like everybody Michael, getting paid. Michael, uh, John decides, Jordan decided to pay Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. <laughs> Jordan just continued to show himself like as the worst, worst <laughs> owner in sports, bro. Dollars? He's just not That's... good at his job. Like, it's just not like, I don't know how it's like, I just don't know. He's just not good at it. <laughs> Uh, um, Bogdan, 72, four years for the Hawks, but Kings got to match it if they want him. Mm. Um, Joe Harris staying in Brooklyn. Galley going to Atlanta. Atlanta. Gorin staying in Miami. Oh, Jeremy Grant going to the Pistons, three years, 60 mil. Good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah it's just a, it's a, yeah, it's a yeah. weird free agency. It wasn't like, yeah, yeah. actually, now I think Tucker, about it. Walker, Clippers. Clippers. That was that was a pretty decent acquisition. I think people nice underrated that a little bit because I think you know what. Although Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell played well in the second unit, and you know that was like a whole good thing. Montrez Harrell, man, he just showed his size like big time in the playoffs. Man, they were killing him. Chris Apps in round one, and then in round two, yeah. you had Jokic. Jokic just was absolutely beating the shit out of him. So like, I think it just shows that you that. And I think the Lakers are going to find out. Like, they, they're they kind of happy they got Montrez. Wait until y'all run into some defensive issues. You see that Marcus Gasol is not Dwight nor Javel. Like, y'all gave a mad size. Like, to just give yeah. yourself an immobile big that can pass and then an undersized power forward that can we'll score. For the trade deadline, they ship somebody out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Let's see. Like, you know. I, oh, they got Wesley Matthews, too, Lakers. I yeah, and they think that. he's that much better than Danny Green. I don't think he's as good as a defender. Yeah, he is a 3 and D, but yeah. he's not as smart as Danny Green. Danny Green is not a good, like, he's a streaky three-point shooter, but he has good IQ. He has decent enough IQ, in my opinion. But, yeah. Hey, it is what it yeah. is. Um, I'm trying to think. There's nothing else really that oh, Drew Holiday getting traded to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Like Milwaukee thinks that's enough for Giannis to stay. stay. Yeah, I don't think uh, the only thing that's keeping them there is a title, boy. A title. That's it. I think they, you know what it's crazy though, because they are committed to him. If Giannis is smart, I'm taking that money, man. They're committed to Take that dude. Money, yeah, because of that much money. Like, But I totally understand. And it's unfortunate, which is just lends itself to the I really just dislike. The if you don't have rings, you're not shit. Yeah. Because now it's forcing players to be like, I gotta do what I can to get a ring ASAP. (laughs) And like, you know, now it's just, you know, it kind of leaves some of these teams that are committed, but might, you know, I mean, I honestly think too, Milwaukee, I understand they're not trying to like lose their entire team. But if your guy is saying, yo, I need help or I want these, you might have to shake it up. Yeah. Like you just straight up shake it up. At the very least, on that last year. You got to shake it up a lot and say, yeah. like, this is it. Get him or, you know, we we should we'll work with what we got and figure it out from there. But I if, think if you have a one in a lifetime player that, you know, if he leaves, you're never going to get that for another 50, 60 years. You got to do what you can to keep him there to me at all costs, whatever. Yeah. If it means luxury tax, if it means trade somebody, you got to do what you, you got to do. do. What you gotta do. Yeah, I, I do think they're going to be a lot better, though. Actually, I think I, I think those yeah. two pickups, forget about it, is a little underrated. Very too. consistent. Yeah. yeah. Holiday is a very consistent that's, guard. I think that's like 40, almost 40 points per game, those two pickups between Bogdan, um, yeah. Bogdanovich and... um. And Drew, so I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see. I'm excited yeah. for the NBA season, bro. Yeah. Honestly. Um, and lastly, 
um, you were saying we could touch base on with this free agency. Uh, Clutch Sports has really been. Oh yeah, yeah, really no, they grass, man. I I, I kind of yeah. hinted to that a little bit, but you know, the, I was just like saying, really, um, and like not, it's not really separate from the whole free agency, but more so, like, you know. Their grasp just runs deep, man, when you really think about it. Like, I know a couple of yeah. weeks ago they had that conversation, um, at least in the, the the NBA media world, where they were saying, you know, does LeBron maybe or Clutch Sports or Rich Paul, um, do they have a little bit too much influence? You know what I'm saying? I think an agent was kind of like, you know, ruffling feathers behind the scenes and it became a little bit of yeah. a story. And, um, you know, I, I feel like, you know, it's like the Montrez Herald, a good example of it, like, you know, this is a dude that could have easily commanded 20 mil, you know what I'm saying? Like on the market a, a year, he's a six man of the year. Six man of the year is not a nine mil a year player. Like people like who don't win, like people who are not winning awards at all are getting paid more than that. So it's just kind of like, yeah. you know, for him to take a two year contract, nine mil, just because he's going to win a ring. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I this guess, is weird. Yeah. I just wonder if, uh, we're looking at this and saying like, oh, because it's Ridgefall and, you know, he got ties to LeBron. Like he's obviously doing things to help LeBron when it could have been my oh, no, no, decision yeah, yeah. No. like, you know what? No, no yeah. Not saying yeah, yeah. you, I'm just saying like in general, like mm. I think that's why like, you know, you have execs saying that because they just feel like, all right, if your guys are friends, it's going to be always completely impartial. Exactly. He might just yeah. straight up be like, I'm trying to be a good agent. I think that's why he gets names because mm. he's clearly a good agent. I think, mm. I mean, shit, because you could say, Hey, um, look at little trunks in the back. <laughs> so, oh, he just ran through. Oh, yeah, he just ran in. Yo, I didn't even see that. <laughs> you don't give a two shit. Yeah, what? Well, I just heard the door um, slam on the wall. Like, um, so I think, like, yeah, you know, uh, he he's a good agent because that's why people go to him. And also, you know, like he uh, people are uh, he got fucking Tristan Thompson paid. Mm-hmm. Remember, he should he did not deserve that 80 mil. What was it like four years back, way back when mm-hmm. and he got him that coin? So it might have just straight up been Montrez's decision to be like, I don't got to go nowhere else and I can just run it back real quick to get a ring then get my coin after. Yeah, no, nah, maybe, you know? maybe. And yeah, I, maybe. you know, definitely, like you said, I'm I'm definitely not of the ilk. I just feel like it is a little bit of um a thing that, you know, like you said, like he. Yeah, you have that one tie that okay, LeBron isn't not only in this agency, Rich Paul. It's not that they're helping LeBron, but they definitely see it like okay, like yeah, I could get this ring real quick with LeBron, and like the people who play on LeBron's teams get paid. Like you get paid if you play with LeBron. So like you know, and if you're like under his agency, you tend to get paid. Like you tend to end up on a LeBron team, and then you get paid. Like that's how that yeah. works. Like to, if you're under clutch sports, so. Um, you know, it's just interesting. Like that, that was just like my dynamic, you know, like, and I, you know, I'll just continue to watch that. I always say I continue to watch that as the years go, but like, you know, I don't know, LeBron, I don't know how long that clock is going to keep going for the man, but you know, we'll see that, that title window is definitely still open. Yeah, definitely still open. And we'll see Cause if I think shit, you get five. (laughs) Go conversation still open. Yep. We're going to see, man. We'll see. Let's see. see. Um, so thank you. Everybody for tuning in and listening to the new format, the new rejuvenated Tusta City Season 2. Season 2. Episode 32. Back again. And we will be bringing it to you bi-weekly now. Um, but don't worry. We're going to make it up for a longer episodes, you know, so we get media. all of that content. Media. Yeah, that, the, yeah. 
give you the yeah meatier meatier episodes got a little bit more beef on them uh, <laughs> so we we'll hope everybody's doing all right and that you guys all you know while we were away you know we hope that that time away was helpful for you as well yeah um so thank y'all again for tuning in and we'll catch y'all in the next episode.